Hey guys, I'm Dave Goomba. I haven't talked to Jack in a while because we're in the middle of a pandemic. We're living through crazy and confusing times. I am also a grown man and a full-time university student with responsibilities and obligations and meetings and deadlines and people to answer to. So excuse me for not having it on the top of my priority list to talk to, to Jack from Improv. Jesus, we're in the middle of a pandemic, for fuck's sake. Hello, everybody. It is your host of the podcast, It's Time We Talked. It is your host, Jack. It's me, your host, Jack. I'm back, people. Everybody, I'm back. Back, baby. Better believe it to see it. Better see it, hear it, to believe it. We're back. Uh, we're back on the podcast this Monday. It is one in the morning and we're here. Well, no, it's, it'll be much later than that for you, which is good. Um, but we're here opening up a new episode of the podcast. We're back. We're back on our new schedule. Bi-weekly. Bi-weekly release droppings of the podcast, which is exciting. Um, I hope everyone's been doing okay in the last three weeks that there hasn't been a podcast. I hope that's uh, the last two weeks that there's been no podcast. I hope that's been going okay for everybody. I hope you haven't uh, been going through withdrawal, uh, but I'm I'm sure you've been fine. But we are back. All I wanted to do to open the podcast today was talk about something super important to our listeners. I hope, I think it'll be important to you, our listeners, because um, I assume a lot of you are big fans of the McMaster Improv Team. The McMaster Improv Team has got a brand new show coming up. First show of the year, and it's going to be online, which is going to be different, but it's going to be great nonetheless. We're going to be streaming on YouTube, on the McMaster Improv Team's YouTube. Look us up in advance. Check out the stuff we got already. You will be shocked, stunned, brought to tears, maybe. Check it all out. It's going to be great. Uh, but that's what we'll be streaming our show. So look over that. That's coming up uh, in early December. Keep watching our social media for exact dates, mostly because I don't have them in front of me right now, and I'm not going to look them up at the moment. But the official dates will be out there. If you are interested in performing in the show, reach out as soon as possible to our fantastic vice president of productions, Elizabeth McIver. Um, she's the one setting that up. If you want to be in the show, if you've been to a couple practices and you feel you got the chops, to perform online improv, reach out. We would love to have cast members. Um, and if that's not your deal, just come on out to the show when it's happening. Again, early December and watch along. Chat in the YouTube live comments. It's going to be great. Watch out for that. Super exciting. Anyways, that's about all I've got for the opener. Uh, let's move straight into this excellent conversation I just had today with our very own Dave Goomba of the McMaster Improv team. Hello, Dave. Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing, man? I'm great, man. Thank you. Sweet. It's good to have you on. I'm glad you could do this. I'm glad you had some free time on a Sunday. Um, it's 11.45 in the morning. Uh, you just got back from your morning routine. What was your morning routine? I'm curious. I would love to hear your morning routine. <laughs> okay. Um, I do, uh, like, I wake up. I do this thing called Wim Hof. It's like breathing, like breathing exercises. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, cool. it's not a big deal, but it does look weird. Um, and then I meditate. <laughs> 
And then um, yeah. I go over, uh, I'm, I'm teaching myself German, so I, I go over my flash, mm-hmm. like my daily flashcards, it's app called Anki. Then um, I read. Oh it. yeah, I used to use Anki a little bit. Yeah, for sure. And I read, I read, I read a bit of German, like from a book. And then um, mm-hmm. and then I work out, and then um, I just got, a, I just showered, I just got a coffee, and I'm here. That was Sweet. my morning routine today. Yeah. It's a beauty. It's a nice morning routine. What um, shit wasn't. Gonna... Oh yeah, what do you? I know, I know you've been learning German for a while. I can recall you like speaking German last year. Um, what uh, what's the reason? Like what's what inspired you to want to learn German? I'm curious. Um, I went to Europe last year. Like it was like a nice solo trip. It was long. Mm-hmm. Like the longest trip I've ever done alone. <clears throat> and uh, it just really opened me up to culture. And I wanted to study uh, Latin. Like so, I, I've been teaching myself that like past year, but I gave up so I could focus on German. Um, Fair. Latin, it's like a nice language, but you can't really you can't communicate with people with it. And I wanted something. Nobody speaks it. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted it's a dead to... language. They say. Yeah, and I just wanted something that I could use to communicate with people, such as German. It was it was like an arbitrary choice, but uh, I like that I'm sticking with it. Cool, that is impressive. I have thank you. Yeah, I've tried very very half heartedly to learn a couple languages. Not not been successful, so that's really cool. Yeah, takes a lot of effort. German. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you went on a trip last year to Germany. Which what time was that last year? It was like May to uh, May to June. It was, oh, um, so. yeah, it was, it was more than just Germany, though. It was like, it was like nine countries, and it was pretty elaborate. Oh, that's cool. Very cool. This is in 2019? Yeah, it was in 2019. Oh, okay. All right. Not this, like, June that just passed. Last, last summer. Yeah. Last summer. That makes more sense. <laughs> um, cool. Speaking of this last May to June, though, how, um, as, as I'm sure you know, and I'm sure as everyone knows, the coronavirus has hit the world hard, um, but what, um, since we've all, the last time I saw you was back in March or whatever before um, all the shit went down. But uh, what's what's life been like since the pandemic started for you? What's uh, what's changed, and what's been uh, what's been going on for you since? Um, I just I just I go to the gym a lot. Like I go to hot yoga or like um, a Joslin's, just like forty five minute bus ride, I think. And uh, I just don't do that anymore. But I've been I've been working out at home. Like it's fine. Uh, you know, I'm pretty introverted. I like I like my alone time, so it's not a big deal. So um, since the pandemic, I've just been like I've learned to adapt, so it's fine. Sweet. You're you're at home. Do you live like in Hamilton around school, or are you at like home home? No. Um. Well, I alternate, but I'm mostly in Hamilton. Oh, okay. Like, I'm Hamilton right now, and uh, I'm like like a fucking six minute walk to school. Oh, nice. That's dope. Where do you live? Not during the year, like not Hamilton. Like where's home home? Oh, Brampton. Oh, Brent. Okay. I feel like I kind of knew that somehow. Very nice. Um, that's sweet, though. They get to split time. That's nice. Especially if you want, you want your alone time. I'm sure that helps. Yeah. That is nice. Um, yeah, how's uh, school and shit been this year online and everything? Um, I have, like, I don't know. It's my last year. I have senior ed. It's, it's just hard to, uh, Fair. Like, it's hard to care. But um, I, I, I do my shit. I'm in two group projects. Like two, mm-hmm. like two classes with a group project. Like that's for two semesters, so that's that, that takes up most of my time. Um, that is long. Yeah. Other than that, I have like three other courses. Like it's whatever, man. Seriously. For sure. So you're in computer science, right? Yeah. 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 So is that? So not to sound like a total creep, but I uh, found you on LinkedIn recently, 
and I saw that you're in computer science and you've been in since like 2015, right? I think so. Is comp sci five years, not four? Is that? No, um, I, I was an engine one. Like, I, I actually came oh, okay. to transfer. Yeah, transferred. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. What, uh, not what, what, um, what are you what are you planning to do computer science since you're graduating what's uh what's the big computer science plans um no it's not that big man it's just fucking you know the generic jobs you work like nine to five like the rat race stuff yeah i'm probably gonna get a job like that so then, and it's probably gonna be remote because of circumstances right um I, nice. I don't really it doesn't really matter i just need something i just need a good work-life balance I, i'm pretty like indifferent to what i'm working on that's fair i see that for you i see that for you because you've got a lot of hobbies, which is sweet. Yeah. What um, you you mentioned that you've been working out a lot since pandemic started, but I, you worked out a lot before that too, right? Yeah. So what yeah. uh, I know I remember an Instagram story you posted a few weeks back about um the fitness kind of journey you've been on in the last like year or so, last year, couple years. What um, when did that start, and what was the what was the inspiration for that? I'm curious. Um, no, it didn't really. It wasn't really a goal. It was just, um, yeah, it was really a goal. I was just doing jujitsu. Like I got into jujitsu um, on my first co-op, like two years, fuck, two over two years ago now. Yeah. And um, yeah, I was just, um, I was just a bit over. Like I was pretty overweight, I'd say. And um, I just trained jujitsu though. Like I didn't care about having like a good body, like a good looking body, or just mm-hmm. weight in general. I just wanted to like be good at martial arts. And then, um, then the pandemic happened. Oh, yeah. and like, like before that, uh, before that, like I was in my club and I was training jiu-jitsu and then, um, school started. So I, uh, I started doing like hot yoga and I started training like mixed martial arts. So like, mm-hmm. like wrestling, Muay Thai on top of jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And, um, uh, also like during fucking summer of 2019, I, t- I, uh, I made a transition to like, to not eat meat anymore. Oh, okay. so, like, I was vegan for a bit and I lost 10 pounds because of that. Um. Well, nice. like my during my my Europe trip, I lost ten pounds, and then during the sun, like during um, like past school year, I lost about thirty or twenty five thirty. Oh wow! Just like I used to eat a lot, like my parents' house, but like um, I, I like moving in, I had control of my environment, so I just right. controlled like like what food I was that was available and what was not, and I chose yeah. to be healthy, and um, you know, the hot yoga and the May, and um, um, I, I lost like yeah, I lost quite a good amount of weight, and then um. So, like, I've only been, I was only focused on, like, being good at fighting, like, martial mm-hmm. arts before the pandemic, but the pandemic happened, and I started, like, actually, like, working out, like, like sets and reps and shit, and, yep. uh, you know, I used to think it was really boring compared to fighting, but it's mm-hmm. actually, it's actually, it's nice, like, running and shit, like, I've learned to like it. Yeah. yeah. I picked up running in the last, like, couple months, too. I've been enjoying it, too. I like it because nice. I get to listen to shit for a long time. I just listen to, like, audiobooks and podcasts when I run. Lots of fun. Um, that's nice, man. I'm, I'm the opposite. I, I don't like listening to anything. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I like fuck. I like like focusing my breathing and shit like that. That's probably. I, 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 I used to like not bring a phone with me at all, but like I want to track my runs now, so I, that's why I started bringing a phone. Right. For that. Fair. It is good to focus. That's cool. Uh, just to back up a bit, that all is fantastic. How the hell did you discover jujitsu on a co-op? Because that that that's that's oh. explain that. Oh, no, um, I've been doing martial arts since I was, like, 13. Um, oh, okay. Like, I got into boxing when I was 13. When I was 13. And, um, mm-hmm. like, I just, and I did, like, my time in high school. And um, I just didn't have, like, I just, I just couldn't afford jiu-jitsu at the time. It's pretty expensive. It's an expensive hobby. 
Right. Um, in my co-op, I'm like, yo, I'm going to try this out. Um, I was trying a lot of new things out during my, like my first co-op. I was just trying new things out. Um, and, like, you know, I tried out, like, hot yoga for, like, a month because my, my, uh, my workplace offered it. Oh, that's cool. Like, very, like, discount. And uh, also, and then I got into, like, strength conditioning, like, with kettlebells, like, with a coach for, like, six sessions. I realized how awesome that was, so um, I bought some kettlebells, and then I got into jiu- and I tried jiu-jitsu, and it was, I, just, I just got hooked. And, uh, like, people say, like, six months, not to brag, but people say, like, <laughs> six months early is, like, very early. Like, if you're, if you've been doing jiu-jitsu for six months, it's yeah. very early to compete. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I competed in, like, three months, like, three months in. It was this fucking bold-ass move, but I, I did it. It was nice. Yeah, I lost, I lost all six of my, my matches, but. Was... <laughs> That's still cool, though. I would not have the balls to do that, even in the slightest very cool so you mentioned it's expensive i will admit to know to knowing little to nothing about mixed martial arts so what is jujitsu exactly like uh what is unique about jujitsu okay um it's like grappling it's yeah jujitsu is grappling it's like wrestling but on the ground yeah so you're trying to you're trying to choke somebody out you're trying to like make someone's arm bend bend the wrong way right like someone's leg or like shoulder um and you're trying to like tap them out like submit them right um other than that you're trying to you're trying to have dominant positions. You're trying to defend. You're trying to, you're just trying to be dominant. And it's good. I don't know. It's, I think it's like it's probably like um like up there in terms of self defense. Right. Um, like grappling, you, you don't have to hit somebody or strike them. You can just subdue them. Right. Um. And uh, man, it's it's very it's it's a very surprising art too. Like we we can spar without holding back. Like it doesn't. It's not that dangerous to spar without holding back or going right. all out. So you're getting like the full. Like what? What it would be like in, in if, reality? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and um, one crazy thing is that um, it was, it's, it's optimized for smaller people to be, to beat bigger people. So like, right. someone less like way less like size than you, like way mm. less bigger than you, but like more skilled, um, can really like can really subdue you. And uh, like I was one eighty, like I was one hundred eighty pounds when I was doing it uh for a pandemic, and um, yeah. like when I was doing my co op, and uh, like I have like a hundred thirty five pound training partner who could like really like fuck me up <laughs> it's it's very surprising to see like yeah. he's super super skinny and i'm like big but yet he fucked me up it's, yeah it's really humbling it's really surprising it's, it's really empowering too it's nice that's cool that's very cool sweet so um when you do you need like a specific kind of place to do jujitsu is it like a I imagine you want places with mats and stuff or like yeah they call them dojos. I don't know what anything is called, or what's uh, the what's the place you do jujitsu at. We just call them gyms. Gyms. But yeah, oh, okay. uh, you can say, <laughs> you can say, yeah. say mats, but it is it is a padded mat, um, and you know there's a timer. Yeah, it's fucking it's nice, man. It's a nice environment. And uh, one thing about jujitsu is that like you're like I guess in normal situations, like normal social things, like you you get to know somebody first, and you guys get into like you guys like you get more comfortable with contact. Right. Jiu Jitsu, you're, you're you're trusting strangers to like choke you out, and you trust yeah. that you, tr- you you trust that when you tap, they're gonna let go, and you, you're trusting them like this, and then and you guys are complete strangers, and then you like get to and then um like after training a bit and after like yeah. rolling and like fucking feeling each other's sweat, trying to like, <laughs> like like kill each other, yeah. like simulate murder for like a few minutes, a few yeah. rounds, you guys are like you guys that'll have, like, that'll that'll bring you close pretty fast, yeah. yeah, that's sweet, yeah. So <laughs> that's one odd thing about it. Makes sense. That's that's funny. Sweet. Um, to move on to another hobby of yours that many of us are, I guess, more familiar with, improv. 
Um, so you, so I guess last year was your fourth year at Mac, right? Yeah. Yeah. So take us through, um, to just to start, take us through discovering improv in your fourth year. What, uh, what led you, what led you to the great McMaster improv team last year? I'm curious. Um, it was at the beginning of the year and I was just, um, I didn't really have a lot of people to talk to in Comside. Right. And I was, you know, I was like, shit, I should socialize more. Um, I should try to meet new things. And, uh, I was in this group with myself and he just mentioned it and I, I came and, uh, yeah, I tried it out. It was nice. And, um, yeah, it was nice. And actually like during that time I was watching the show, like it, it, it does mean, it does mean a lot. Like the show called Barry, I don't know if you heard of it. It's an HBO show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like. I was trying to balance mixed martial arts with like school and mm-hmm. like improv, I guess. And Barry, it's a show about like a former Marine who becomes a hitman. Oh, but wow. he's also he also gets in he gets into acting though. Like he accidentally gets into acting. <laughs> and he, and he, yeah, it's, Sounds it's like HBO. Comedy, really <laughs> yeah, so he tries to balance being a hitman and an actor and living like a double life. And yeah. that, that's what I felt during like last year. And it just yeah, just like fucking inspired me to keep going with jokes. because <laughs> um, it felt like yeah. And uh I thought improv was neat. I thought I was like, uh, I don't know. I feel like just to get out of my shell, I feel like that's important, you know, to get to get out there. And um, yeah, so I, I did improv and it ended up being really nice. Sweet. Um, so you you joined you joined pretty early last year, um, and I can re- yeah. I can recall you being uh, a pretty a pretty quiet person uh, to start improv, which lots of people when they first start are. Um, but I remember when when I did that video last year. And got um I got like messages video messages from everybody for that end of the year video last year. Um I remember yours being very, very eloquent. Um and you talked oh. about how improv brought you out of your shell a lot. So just to I'm just gonna make you say it again pretty much, I guess. But what uh just describe the year in improv and what it was like to come out of your shell kind of with improv. Because that was how you described it in that old video. Okay. Um it was exciting, it was scary and uh um it, it was fun though like it was really fun and um like fuck man uh, I, don't, I don't know where to like begin or like come off um yeah what was what was uh, like the first moment last year where you were like this something has changed for me like i feel comfortable here or like you know was there did you ha- was there a moment like that where you were like oh i'm like this is great i'm bursting out of my shell to these people or was there was there a moment like that <laughs> it's a weird question um no man i, I get it it's a good way to word it i guess it was the first party i went to like the first the second performance you guys did yeah. and i was part of that um i think and that that was nice that was nice um yeah uh like i just i just didn't expect like come to a party after and have fun i thought this was going to be like a like a dropping club that i just come in and yeah. out of basically i didn't expect that like to get closer, I guess, and um, like, yeah. I also wanted to work. I'm, I'm just not like a theater person. I like someone who who's like on the spot or outside. Yeah. And uh, it, it was nice. It was nice to have that experience and like do that. Cause um, like, like me before that, I wouldn't be able to imagine myself doing improv. Yeah. Sweet. That is lovely. Uh, we're gonna take a really quick break for a little halftime here. Um, we'll be right back to continue this conversation. This episode of It's Time We Talked was brought to you by the McMaster Improv Team. That's right, someone is actually producing this damn thing. The McMaster Improv Team is a drop-in club for McMaster students to practice, perform, 
and enjoy the delightful art of improvised comedy. We meet on Tuesdays and Thursdays to practice and hang out, and we'd love to see you there. Follow us on Instagram, at Mac Improv Team, or like us on Facebook to stay up to date with the team and register for our next Zoom meeting. We can't wait for you to join us. I like lemon. All right, and we're back. Second half. Here we go. We're ready for all kinds of crazy talkative shit. Uh, ready to go wild. First topic on my list, Dave, before we get to the fun ones. Um, but the first one on my list, it'll be fun. Uh, let's talk about online improv a bit. What uh, We've been doing online improv at the McMaster Improv team for two and a half months now, which is crazy. I miss in-person improv a lot. But I've been doing online. You've been doing online. I've been doing online. We've both been doing it. Um, what uh, first thoughts on online improv? How you think it's going so far? No, I think it's going super well. Um, like I feel like people notice when things are like not going well, but mm-hmm. not, well, not when things are going well. But like I, I notice when things are going well, and like it's really, I think it's really well thought out, and, like well done. Um, like whoever's coordinating it, like you know, like just little things about like hiding your camera on Zoom, like hiding yourself. Yeah, and, that's been good. Yeah, exactly, and. Or hiding people who are not on camera, like stuff like that, and just the games we play and how how it's set up, I, I really like it. Yeah, good to hear. Also, like it's not it's not something you'll fuck like after the pandemic. I don't know if it's something we'll ever have again. So this is kind of unique in that way. That that is true. That is I I haven't really thought about it that way, but that is interesting to think about how this this will be a pretty unique experience because it has been fun but i certainly don't ever want to do it again once the pandemic is over i I don't want to ever do online improv again um but it will be so yeah it'll become like a it'll become like a relic very quickly unless of course there's another pandemic which who fucking knows but yeah um it's it's fun and we would have never figured this out if the pandemic didn't happen that's true it's a good perspective. I like that. It's a positive perspective. I do miss doing it in real life, though. But yeah, but yeah, still. Yeah. I just yeah, we talked. I've talked about this with a couple people in the podcast, but I think the biggest difference is that you just lose so much like body language and stuff compared to like in person. I think the moving. Yeah, yeah, the ability to that that too. Just the ability to like task and create environments is super different. One of my favorite parts, I think, of online improv, Dave. I've got to be honest here, has that's changed this year has been your check-ins. I have loved your check-ins oh, thanks. Um, this semester. I think they've been amazing because um, you do not give a fuck in your check-ins. As far as I can tell, you just okay, go thanks. for it, which is fucking awesome. Um, what? Uh, I don't even know what question to ask about. I don't know how to prod into your check-in mentality, but like, like what... What makes you feel like, how are you so, how are you so blasé about check? Not blasé. It's, I don't mean to sound negative because it's very yeah. positive. It's hilarious. But like, what's your, what's your philosophy about check-in, I guess? Because I've noticed they're very similar a lot of the time, but they're always hilarious and I love them. What's your, what's your check-in philosophy when you okay, want to well, share with people? Okay. Well, I feel like, you know, we have, you know, we, we have, like we live normal lives, but I feel like, mm-hmm. um, I feel like we have interesting things in our lives that we just don't talk about, like all of us, and we just don't talk about it with people, and we just like tell people about the mundane or like surface level stuff and check ins, and sometimes I like sometimes I I'd rather do that, but like 
um, or just come up with something like memorable and not um, not generic. Because I feel like I don't know. I just I just I feel like if they do just I, I feel like I could do better engineering to like uh, just talking normally about my day. Yeah. Yeah, fair. Well, I love it. So don't stop doing it because your check-ins are my favorite part of practice. Oh, thanks. I, awesome. I, I, I don't really try anything, but yeah. Thank yeah, yeah. you. I didn't notice. Um, sweet. I don't know if you remember this, um, but probably the best, one of the best clips I took from that last party last year was when um, you did like a hand, a spinning handstand in the middle of Eric's kitchen. Do you remember that? Doing that? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, um, it's called a cricket cricket that's yeah a fucking awesome name for whatever that is but i just remember his, the the footage is so funny i should like loop the audio over this episode but like i think someone was doing one of those like things where you stand you you like plant your hands on the ground and lift your feet up i think magda and ethan were doing them and they the, magda and ethan are both like very fit people they rock climb and shit and they're just like doing them in the middle of the kitchen and people are like yeah that's cool and then you step in and just like put one hand on the floor and like spun in a circle and everyone just fucking lost their minds. It was like the highlight of the party. It was amazing. What, uh, oh, nice. what's that? For, what's the, what, sorry. I, I already, it's cricket. What is that from? Like, what is, where do you learn to do crickets? Oh, um, Oh, I, I used to break dance like in grade seven. Like I started it. Yeah. I used did. to be boy. Yeah. Um, it was just like something we really did. We did every day, and uh, we took it seriously. Like, I, I, it's not really a passion, but it's just something I did because my friends did it, and it ended up being really fun. But like, we ended up going to like like b boy jams, which is just where you just dance and uh, like battles and like performances. But yeah, like before we we did a lot of What's performances that? like in oh, school. Shit, you're live. Nice. Sweet. What um? So that was in like elementary school. When was uh? When was the last time you break? Broke, broke dance, break dance, broke dance competitively. <laughs> competitively, like high school, but I, I like grade ten or something. Um, yeah, um, yeah, it's it's. I still have the means, which is nice. Sweet. Um, that is cool. You break dance, you jujitsu, you box. What um. You said you took up boxing for the first time at thirteen, and you've done a lot of different martial arts since. What, um, what, what do you think drew you? What, what draws you to martial arts in general? Like, what's what's the appeal for you? That's like that's a huge question to answer. I guess um, it's just I think well, I, first of all, I think it's a realist sport. Like, it's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. Like, um, you know, like in other sports, if you if you fail, like failing, it's it's different. Like in martial arts. Like failing means to like you get hurt, like True. get punched, yeah. Like take pain, you're taking pain, and uh, or winning even means like you're taking pain, like you're taking physical damage, physical pain, like repeatedly. Yeah. Um, I just feel like there's a lot more to lose, and there's a lot more meaning in martial arts. Hmm. Um, and it just um, it gives me a lot of confidence. Uh, like for example, like I walk into like I'm in public, I walk into a room, I feel fine. But it also it also it's also because I'm a guy. Um, Fair. but um, yeah. Uh, I just have that confidence, and uh, it gives me strength. Um, I like, and I don't know. It seems like a violent thing to people on TV, like to people who aren't like into training. Mm -hmm. But um, to me, it's like if there's strategy and technique, and there's like grit for for keep keeping on going while like knowing you're gonna be, you're gonna take hits. Yeah. And um, I think like you know it teaches a lot about resilience and discipline to like do that 
trained for that a lot. A lot. And uh, I think um, I think being able to like being able to like choke out like a normal person is one thing, but like being able to like choke out somebody who's been trained to defend that choke hundred times that's that's a challenge. Yeah. Right? Or or like the, the other way around, like to defend a choke against somebody who's been who's trained choked to do out a hundred people. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That that sense of like empowerment and just it's great and the strategy. The, like the fulfillment it, it comes with like, like figuring out how to like how to submit someone or how to defend against somebody yeah it's uh it's a, definitely a lot of thinking um i'm just talking about like grappling but in terms of like striking mm-hmm. it, it also does, it also does feel good to hit i guess um and like like hit like with accuracy it's, it's just a skill i really like um, yeah i uh it's so funny um i haven't like the past the past year the past over a year i haven't yeah. missed like a single a single ufc event like um That's wild. Yeah, I just watch it. Like I remember, um, I don't know if you remember, like the Summit Improv Party. Mm. It was on a, it was on a Saturday. Uh, I, I left early so I could catch. Oh, really? <laughs> That's yeah. Sad. Um, Dedication. yeah. And there, and there was one yesterday, and like it's been over a year. I haven't. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. That is a pretty great perspective on fighting. Because I'll, I'll admit to being like I, I like sports, but like, uh, fighting sports never really interests me. I, I guess yeah, I've never really got the. And maybe it is something that if you haven't if you haven't trained is a different um I've always just not been confused by them like I understand how they work and what the sort of oh actually I don't really because boxing confuses the shit out of me I don't understand how boxing is scored and stuff all the technicalities of it confuse the shit out of me but um yeah I've always found it to be I don't know less entertaining to me than other sports but that that is an interesting perspective about the the stakes the stakes are a lot higher than your average sport. If you fuck up in basketball, the worst that's going to happen is you you don't get a trophy, but you're not going to get your face punched in. That is different. It's a cool perspective. Thank you for sharing yeah, that. Um, cool. No worries. Like, yeah, there's also like quarterman advice. I don't think I think it's really interesting sometimes. What? Sorry. Like quarterman advice, you don't get in other sports. I think. What is? Like, like, like in the corner. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, your break. Yeah, that's it's. It'd be so interesting, um, and and also like it's uh like you're alone. You don't have like a team to rely on. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Other things. Yeah. Moving on to a last topic. Um, so you have been pretty open on your Instagram, and I I guess with people in general that you um live on the spectrum, if that's a a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, autism spectrum disorder. Yeah. Um. So I just thought if you wanted to talk about it a bit, um, what's uh. What's obviously everybody's diagnosis is different. Um, yeah. It's one of those varied things in the world, which is really cool and awesome. Um, I think, at least. Um, but what's uh, what's his what has university been like um, with living on the spectrum in university? I'm, I'm just curious. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, wow, that, that's a good question. Um, man, it's tough um you don't like i don't understand like it's like nonverbal communication is a learning thing for me it's something yeah. i've learned um mm-hmm. and i've been learning yeah i've been working on it i've been learning it that that that's that's the toughest thing i'd say mm-hmm. um i guess fine um like when you have like classmates or something yeah like not knowing when to like when it's okay to like ask them to hang out outside of like studying yeah that's that's one thing i, I feel like everybody struggles with that anyway. yeah <laughs> Actually, yeah, so, like, it's not a common, like, yeah, it's not a, a unique thing to me. Um, fuck, what, man, I, I, 
I think that's that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, fuck, I, I I don't know what else, but uh yeah, I I guess I guess I'm high functioning. So like, I I I I don't struggle with like like schoolwork, not not much. That's good. Um, what like I I do, but like not not like too bad. Like I don't need like extensions and deadlines or anything. Yeah. Actually, I get things done pretty early. Um, but like. If I but like, well, I guess one thing is if I don't if I don't want to do something, I really don't do it. Like, for example, I was taking a summer school mm-hmm. course, and there's like three assignments and one exam. I did two assignments and I did the exam, but I didn't do this one uh, one last assignment. And yeah. uh, like, I just didn't really, I just really didn't want to do it. And the summer school fuck, this summer school thing ends this this month. It's like it's a six month course. Oh and, um, shit. Okay. Yeah, and uh, okay, funny story. Um, I had to yeah. drop a course. I had to drop a course last week. Mm-hmm. Um. Just failing. Uh, I got yeah. 33 in the midterm. Power to so, you, man. No, it's so funny because um, I was so confident like going into the midterm. This is going to be a breeze. I yeah. came in like an 80. But I got 33 and I had to drop the course. Oof. And, yo, t- to be fair, it's, it's it's a unique course. It's uh, it's like 12 students. They're graduate Shit. students. Or some of them are like super math, like math heavy, like, you know, good at math. So um, yeah. it's kind of a leaf for me. And, and my fucking classmates, I started the course with left. And uh, I stayed, so like uh, I had to drop it. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, man, it was a unique course, yeah. man. It, it wasn't. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. Now I have no choice but to finish this assignment by the end of November. So like, I'm not. I'm not the best at school. Uh. Anyway, I don't know why I told you that. Um, <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah, it's what was funny. the course? Um, Twelve people. It's so small. Yeah, it's fucking like advanced math, man. For like big brains, you know. Oh fuck. And I'm not. I'm, I'm not into math or like. Yeah, I just needed the credit because I didn't want to do the assignment. But like, like this is an extra credit. Like, like this, this was like an extra class. Right, um, right. So, 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 so I didn't have to finish that summer school course. But now I have to finish that summer school course. If that makes any sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You, were, you were planning um, on the summer course. Yeah, yeah, the summer course would take the spot. Yeah. But then you fuck up. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sucks. So um, now I can graduate. Like, I, I can graduate though still. So that's, that's great. That's what matters. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's the social aspect that, that affects me the most. For sure. What's uh, and again, only answer if you if you want. Um, how long have you known, um, like personally about your diagnosis? I'm curious. Fuck, man. Um, let's see. I got diagnosed when I was 20. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, it was just like by a psychiatrist who like knew me for a year. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man. Um, um, I think at the time, like I just like I got diagnosed and I was just a bit relieved and like I I knew it. And uh, right. I, t- I told, like, I told people, like, I told everybody, mm-hmm. and I was, like, coming out of the closet, <laughs> we'll say, yeah. coming out of the autistic closet, we'll say, <laughs> and uh, now now it's, like, now it's, like, I don't know, I feel like I've socialized, like, I feel like I've developed my social skills good enough to not look fucking weird in, in like, public, mm-hmm. or when, when, I, when, I, when I want to look weird, and um, I don't, so it's, like, not something, like, people I meet now, it's not yeah. something I tell them, like, I, 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 I you don't, don't lead with it. that anymore, yeah. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah. Um, and like, I guess there are some connections where I prefer not to not to like reveal it. Fair. For example, like like school, most school relationships and shit. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's fair. But yeah. Um. Three years ago, and uh, you know, like after I got diagnosed, I'm like, I'm just gonna treat life normally. Like I'm just gonna be normal. Yeah. Um. But but that didn't work because um there there's a social deficit and I had to like learn that. Um, and it took a lot to learn that. Um, and uh, it's always nice to meet other people who are on the spectrum. I've like I've barely met. I've met, I know like one person like in real life. Mm. And um, 
yeah it'd be nice to meet more it's like it's like x-men like we have a different person <laughs> different from, from people like um like the things our hobbies like our special interests are are, are, are mutated quirks that's what i feel yeah. sometimes that's cool and it's always like i always look forward to meeting the same people but yeah that's yeah cool thank you for sharing um that's awesome Please. i think your social skills are fucking kick-ass so thank you go. um killed it i think um yeah uh i think that brings us uh i think we're gonna call it there um cool. thank you so much for being on um this was great Thanks, man. Uh, thank you you're welcome thank you so much uh it's be the first first episode out in like three weeks and it's gonna be a kick-ass one um yeah thank you for doing this um yeah thanks for having me yeah absolutely it's been a pleasure to know you um and it sucks that you're graduating and that we won't get to hang out next year but yeah it's such a morbid way to end it i know okay. yeah i'll just cut that part <laughs> we'll just cut it before that no um all right yeah thanks for being on dave okay. <laughs> it's yeah, time we talk is a thanks mcmaster improv team production hosted by me jack hallman this podcast is also edited by me, and honestly, there aren't a lot of other technical jobs to give credit for. I don't have a sound engineer or executive producers or really anything like that. Oh well. Thanks to our guests for their engaging interviews, and thank you to Emily Bloom, Sebastian Roca, Elizabeth McIver, Dominic Wood, and Debir Abdulaziz for their support of this project. Credit to Doug Maxwell and Meteorite Productions for the theme song. Thanks for listening to It's Time We Talked. And please subscribe to stay up to date on future episodes. Really like the show? Head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Got something you want to say to me directly? Head over to anchor.fm slash M-I-T-I-T-W-T and leave a voice message. It's Time We Talked is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and pretty much anywhere else you might find your podcasts. Okay, I'll stop talking. Please subscribe.